Welcome to the Who Are You podcast, a weekly conversation covering the world of football. My name is James and I'm here with my talented producer Nolan. Today we chat about MLS preview and the Whitecaps stuttering star, FA Cup and Eric Dyer's Fight Club, Corona season, but the virus, not the beer, and much, much more. We really enjoyed making this one. Hope you enjoyed listening. Cheers. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, young and old, to the Who Are You podcast, episode five. I am Nolan Braun here with... <laughs> James O'Hara. Hey. <laughs> and we are coming to you not live from lovely Burnaby, British Columbia. James, how, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Got a, got a nice Tim's coffee and, and biscuit to start the day, so can't go, can't go much wrong than that. Yeah, thank you for the coffee. Oh. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. The switchboard and the coffee. Oh. Um, so Thursday is the best day of the week for us. Best day of the week. Um, you had a pretty jam-packed last weekend, obviously with the opening of the uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, or the MLS and the Vancouver Whitecaps home game. You want to take us through a little rundown on totally. your uh, your day? Yeah, so so got there probably two and a half hours before the match. Um, got acquainted with most of the media guys again, and kind of it was just nice to get set in. But um, there's such a buzz around the building. Like, there's always that first day back. There's just, like, real excitement. Like, everyone's getting, you know, acquainted again. Everyone's seeing each other. But then to go outside and, like, see... Now, for those who weren't there, they actually had the bus pull up to in front of the Terry Fox Plaza, and then everyone got off and walked through the crowd. And I think play. it was a bit far, far away. It, we debated about the, the length of how far <laughs> they've walked for sure, but in terms of an atmosphere, like... I think Cavallini pulled up his ha- calf <laughs> on the way up. The atmosphere was incredible yeah. outside. Like, it felt like seeing the Southsiders walk towards you, like, with Carl Valentine company, like, and then just bouncing along the side there as the bus pulled up. Like, it was like... I felt we were legit for once. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's kind of harsh to say that, but, like, we haven't had a lot of great fan culture moments with the players. Like, the Southsiders have been terrific for years and years and years, but to actually, like, see the Whitecaps step up as well and be like, okay, we're going to bring, you know, the bus here and we're going to, like, create this new, hopefully iconic thing. Like, no one was kind of, it was pretty pandemic-like, like, yeah. pushing and shoving and stuff, but yeah, it was cool. It's what you want to see, like, the, it seems like even the, Pacific Northwest, like the C- Seattle and Portland, they have like they do have that vibe. Mm-hmm. And every time I used to go down to Seattle, their fans were always pretty crazy. It's, I think this, I, I, maybe it's the state, maybe it was like the stadium, um, moving from like Empire over, um, that they like Southsiders sl- were slowly growing, slowly growing. But it's like they've got their own, they've got their own like. Full section, though. Yeah, they've got the whole section there. And now they've added the GA section exactly, as yeah, well, exactly. which was brilliant. Yeah, was like, so they've got that. And then and that, now, like, I, I saw the – obviously, you had that good video and stuff. And it looks like there's plenty of uh, plenty of them who are coming out. At, like, what is it? The Rain City Brigade and the Southsiders. Yep, and Kerber Collective, I think, as well are there. Look at so. that. Look at that. So Guys, merge. Get so a merger. Unfortunately, going. you know, everything but it was around. everything good until the, yeah, the whistle until blew. Until they, they kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I, I foolishly had said to a couple of the guys, I was like, "Boys, five nil! Like we got a big this is video. The year. <laughs> yeah, we got a big video coming up here tonight, boys." And then it was just like, <laughs> just. And I think that the the problem with that is a lot of us got really hyped over the preseason, and there's so much positivity. You know, all these signings were happening, and I think foolishly a lot of us just kind of thought that all of last year's bygones were bygones. Yeah. But all of a sudden they kind of hit the field, and it was like, oh, a lot of these same problems are still here. Well, here's the thing. Um, when the the lineup, uh, the middle of the part was T. Burt, Andy Rose, and Inbion. Mm-hmm. And it's like Inbion's a really good player, but like I thought we were like trying to f- sort out our midfield, and I thought they were bringing in guys. We had talked a lot about the guys they'd brought in mm-hmm. last week, and like those guys weren't even on the uh, in the squad. Whether that's fitness levels and stuff, but it's like. That's, they they have they did come in th- over preseason, mm-hmm. so they should be, um, and it's still for the majority of the um, the world. It's still like middle of the season, so yeah. you should if you're coming in at preseason, you should still be fit. So I was kind of surprised seeing T-Bert, um being the main man and like and Andy Rose coming in. Andy Rose is a decent player, mm-hmm. but like I just thought like I'd seen so many new names. I'm thinking. Oh, this team's actually gonna Here we look, go. <laughs> look a bit different, and 
obviously apart from um, Cavallini, it looked like I was just watching the same a, team. A s- same team from last year. Yeah, I think they brought in Milinkovic, right? Was that a new... Sorry, yes. Yeah. 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 And he, and he looked would, terrific. Well, you know, he's a good player. So it's like, and he can play at that level for yeah. sure. So it's like, he just needs to, you just need to f- focus. Like, you mm-hmm. see so many players come over here and like not focus. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they were good. It's like, just put your head down. Go You're coming it. from the championship. So it's like, put your head down, um, do something here. Either you can win a big contract over here or you go back over there and actually fight for a position mm-hmm. but he was nice with his gloves on inside I know a lot of people <laughs> were making making well even at the uh, it was indoors like it was so nice the whole evening and I was like just some some suit guys are complaining right so oh, I, oh, I want the open so many old, the old geezers <laughs> you know the old heads but um but yeah, you mentioned the midfield, and, and they just absolutely got run over in the middle of the park. Like, they couldn't hang on to the ball at all. So we had a couple of counterattacks in the first half. You know, a nice goal by, by Tiber, but James, they just got absolutely run over in the middle of the park. Well, yeah, like, Inbiom's even, like, one of these guys. I see things where it's like, oh, once we sell him, once we sell him. These, you know, players have to actually play good to be sold on for value. Yeah. He was talking, like, in the offseason about like Europe and stuff. And I think maybe these interviews were taken out of context. It wasn't like he was trying to force the move, but he was like, you know, obviously I'm still young and that's where I would end up wanting to be. But, you know, you gotta, you can't be bottom of the barrel of mm. the MLS and look like, MLS. You're, look, look like you're going to get a, a move over to somewhere in Europe. Um, you need someone who, like the nitty gritty of stuff because he's, you know, he's, he's a small, he's sm- a small guy technical player but then you is Andy Andy Rose isn't like he's a tall guy he's a big guy but he doesn't seem like he's a very like crunching tackle man Tiber you know he's a we love him yeah I I actually like him but like he's just a I don't know he's he's a he's a squad he's a squad player Mm -hmm. especially if you're trying to build like a team um, or what we thought they were building a team Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know and then, yeah, Cavallini as well had a, had a you know, really no service the whole game. But then in the 87th minute... And they played 4-4-2 as well. Yeah. They? Just very conservative and just was like, why? Really, this is the start of the season. And Did then they uh, played 4-4-2? I think they, like, when I was seeing the starting lineup, it looked like 4-4-2. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with, um, and that was, like, the staple of the preseason, too. Like, they've been running this kind of formation, and it's worked. And so all they of played Embiom out wide and Andy Rose and Tiber in the middle? Yes. Yeah, like... I don't know, like, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, I think they, I think they may have changed it Yeah, later. they learned a lot that they're going to have to fix for when they go to LA Galaxy this weekend, because... LA Galaxy this weekend, and then on the... T- Colorado. Colorado home. here, and then they play LAFC in a couple of weeks as well. So it's like... So hopefully not 0-4. Yeah, I, like, and Kai Kamara coming back for oh, Colorado. Colorado. He's already got a goal this season. You know, he's like one of those guys. You're like, why did you let him? Why did we let him go? Yeah. Um, also, like people like Ali Adnan. Um, I'm I'm like I I struggle to see like what he brings to the team. He's he's like a flash in the pan. Like there's one moment in a good couple games where it's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. he's a talented player. But it's like. He's this big um, fullback. Yeah, he has the size of a center back. Who's yeah. playing as a winger though, right? Exactly, and I'm like, mate, like I, I don't understand. And his defense is his defending is questionable, mm-hmm. and and yeah, he's going forward. But it was just I, I didn't even like his attitude in, during the game. It was just very, um, I don't know. I, 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 maybe it was different when being there because I, I was just watching on TV. But right. I felt very deflated from like. Um, with his attitude, hmm. yeah, I, I think you know. I, I said to the guy next to me at one point, I was like, I was, I was say, I w- I'm waiting for that Aliadan run, that signature down the wing run. No. But with Milinkovic there, like he didn't really do that at all. Like because well, Milinkovic the run, right, doing all those runs. You know, obviously players have uh, preferences. Play Milinkovic on the other side, Inbiom on that side. Inbiom probably runs more in, and then you get that overlapping yeah. run. Maybe due to Milinkovic. Um, taking it down the wing and not tracking back, then maybe Adnan yeah. had to deal with that. But you know, you're. I've always thought like a fullback's 
main thing should be defending still. Mm-hmm. Like you can still go for those tantalizing runs, but you know you're you have to come you, back. And you defend. need to be able. You need to be able to know how to jockey and, and tackle. Yeah. So. Um, such a positive note to start off this <laughs> Thursday, but um, we were so I, I was so jazzed. I was like, "All right, we're gonna." I'm just happy that I can watch like football at like a decent time. Oh, I don't have to wake up at four in the less. morning, crack a beer, and feel guilty <laughs> that I'm an alcoholic. So it's like, um, it was good watching it, having a couple beers, being like, "You know what? This this is it." And then it was just so and the crowd was rocking before the half, and every time like that Cavallini chance at the end. Like, if that had gone in, it would have been a madhouse. Yeah. And it was, oh, I struggled with that. Like, I understand you got you got no service for 87 minutes, no chances, and then it falls to you, and that's where you need guys to be well, clinical. That, well, see, usually um, goal scorers are like that. They just need, you know, one or two chances, and they can put something in the back of the net. He was unlucky. Um, I felt for him, right especially too. in there, because I'm like, oh, man, like, he's trying. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get more probably more time um, settling in than others. Or maybe, actually, he'll get more time regard because he's settling settling in than the others um, who have come back and aren't show- still show- not showing up this yeah. season. Um, I think he can be a success, but he needs he does need to... Uh, obviously, he's probably got better, greater aspirations as, as well other than uh, Vancouver. So you need to start putting in the... Put the ball in the back of the net to uh, to put yourself in the shot window. Yeah, put in the shots. But yeah, I, I like what he he brings physicality wise to it, and like we've seen he's got his shooting boots on when he wants to have them on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not reading too much into this one missed chance. So hopefully, you know, it's the service that need, it's the service, and it it needs there needs to be more kind of um, activity in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. You know, and hopefully not, we'll get that not settled so sideways. Sideways passes. Sideways backwards FC. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst thing to watch. It's like, guys, just get it. But you, you understand the process, though, right? Of like, you just can't keep long-balling it the whole time. It's okay. Yeah. We've got to build up, so. But it was a good week a weekend uh, for football in the MLS. It, it was, was a great I was weekend. Watching, I was watching as many games as I could, um, <laughs> getting on that zone. Just realized the zone only have, like, so, like a certain amount of MLS games. Which is really odd. Yeah. The rest so, are all on TSN. It's like... Yeah. So I guess they split the coverage, which actually makes sense like, in terms of... For them, right? Like, yeah, You yeah, get to maximize but you're also your like, old heads and the young kids, right? Yeah. So... So... Um, Carlos Vela, easily goal of the weekend. Yeah. Holy... And that was a good game. Like, I... You know, my... my oh, sorry about your L as well. My beloved... Uh, sorry about yours. I got, I got L's all weekend. Um. Yeah, the Inter Miami with their questionable kits. Um, but I thought they played decent. Like they were really good when they were. They were really bad at losing the ball in like the their final or their their half. Um, and the final third. They were really good at defending inside their eighteen yard box when their their backs were really up against the wall. They made some good, like, Roman Torres and stuff. Like, he's an MLS-quality player. He's won championships and stuff. Powell, their right back, was getting run run ragged. He was getting – he was looking like Trent Alexander-Arnold against Saar. Oh, boy. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I was like, jeez, man. Like, they're definitely going to ex- exploit him. But LAFC, you look at that team, and they are – they're money. They're so good. They got – even they got uh, Mark Anthony K in the middle of the park, the Canadian kid. He's a baller, you know, just a silky. He's like, I don't want to keep on like link, linking them to uh, Liverpool players, but he's almost, <laughs> he's almost like Fabinho. He's like Fabinho of, of LA. With a, but um, but yeah, what a what a goal! And you, I I was I was hoping that it wasn't going to be worse because when you play LAFC, they're the best. They may not have the the championship, but they are like sixty something goals last season. They're the best. Right? They're a highest scoring team and. Yeah. Yeah, they pick up where they right where they left off. Like that's got to be tough, though. You know, to go the whole distance like they did last year, and then to lose to Seattle and not like they had such an outstanding season. But I mean, you know, right? Credit to them. Like the fans are great, the team is great, the kits are great, the stadium's awesome. Like everything I've seen, the fans um, could work on their um, their chance. Did you hear? Did you see? Did you see? 
they were they were um, shouting at David Beckham while he was sitting by oh, himself, no. in the, and they're like, "You look lonely." Oh, <laughs> and and you should have seen like on Twitter, you know, all the proper uh, like British fans were just like, "Oh my goodness, I can't believe they're saying that." They're like, insulting they were just, gold. They were just re- they were just like roasting them because it's like you know. If that was if that was in England or something, they they w- wouldn't be like you know you're so lonely. Yeah. They'd be saying probably much much worse much things. Worse. That's a bit about the, I mean the PCness of of the MLS at times. Like it's pretty safe with its its flags and its its banners and its uh, its chance to. Right? There's nothing too outrageous. Americans, yeah, I, I've seen it like at hockey games and stuff where it's win. like um, if you hear like offensive language. Um, Please, this number. Yeah, text this number where it's like, you know, um, well, you know, don't try to text a number if you're that that phone line's gonna probably go out uh, if you're in England. Or yeah. Scotland. No, it's I definitely experienced that for sure at the Emirates of just like, oh, that word's being thrown around a lot, yeah. sir. Yeah. Maybe in twenty years, you know, maybe in twenty years they'll have the big uh, the fences above the uh, oh, Southsiders, the flares, just animals in there. Yeah. <laughs> The Flares part really hurts me that we don't have that in our stadium. Like, I understand. They do it at Pacific, right? They do it at Pacific. If, awesome. you're, if you're totally, I think you have to be completely outdoors to do it. Yeah, problem. Right? Yeah. Like Seattle can do it. Portland can do it. Even though they've got the half cover, but because, like, I'm sure there's health and safety reasons why as well. Yeah. But yeah. It was a overall, like, great MLS weekend. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to subscribe to week two. You know, I think I'm gonna renew my subscription yeah. as well. I've um I've never really given it much of a chance just because I've. But you know what? Also, with the league probably being so done and dusted, it's like I'm looking for anything else. A yeah. bit of more of an inject injection. But um, but yeah, excited. A little prediction for the Whitecaps Galaxy game. Because uh, they drew with Houston, like they didn't have a great yeah. Chicharito didn't get off. He's got a lot of pressure on him. Though. Oh, um. And he was always a super sub. Just bring him on for like 15 minutes. Don't even start him. Um, I mean, I'd like to be positive, but um, I think LA probably. They, well, they tied Houston. Yeah, they drew one. So one. they'll want to come out and make a, a point against uh, at home. Their home, the first home game because they were in Houston. I think the right. their first day. So yeah, and it's. I mean. Bottom of the barrel. Wear black for the funeral, folks. Yeah. Um, Great stadium, though. It is a top-notch stadium. Which one, LA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went down, down didn't you? I, I wish I was going. You were this a company week, man. <laughs> I was working with a company. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think um, it's going to be maybe a less optimistic year, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go down with the ship. <laughs> well, I'm going down with Miami ship, but. I think they're gonna not. I think they're gonna struggle this year as well. I think it's just gonna be like teething problems, like n- new, new. Uh, they're not gonna go win the championship, no. like Atlanta the first year or whatever. But oh, also Martinez with the ACL. Like, oh, oh, I totally forgot about that. You hate our condolences. You hate to see it. Like it's one of the most exciting players to watch. It, it hurts your league as well so much. Let alone Atlanta. But. I was surprised he like stayed there because he was doing so well. You know how I'm. Almiron, Almiron uh, went to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe uh, Martinez would go somewhere. Um, heartbreaking to know that. Yeah, hopefully he gets first a game of the speedy recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully he gets a speedy. Re- and that's where it's like you know when people say, "Oh, it's such a you know they're so weak in soccer." It's like you look at the injury that happened, like, the way it happened, and it looks like nothing. But like his like his season's over now. The, it's all it's off the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. That, those are actually the worst injuries when there's no contact made from anyone and you've like planted a foot wrong or, you know, um, yeah. those are by far the like worst ones because they're, it's just weight and like oh, shifting. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Well, yeah, I think that probably wraps up our, our MLS portion. For no, yeah, for yeah, the, for now. Um, let's turn to the FA Cup now, where actually a lot happened this week. Um, we can start with most recent news, of course, though, with Spurs losing to Norwich on penalties. Yeah. <laughs> you love to see it, but that's not the talking point, though, James, is it? Are you talking about Tim Krull? No, I'm talking about what Mr. Dyer did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I only, I actually tur- just turned it on for the penalties. I didn't even see the game, but I'd seen on Twitter it was on, and it went to penalties, and I'm like, oh, Tim Krull's the man. 
versus pe- saving penalties. I'm going to watch this. Great to see Norwich go through. Oh, I'd love to see it. Um, then I, w- I, had to, I had to leave. So I checked my phone a little bit later, and obviously on all these um, profiles on Instagram and Twitter, you see this video of what it seems to be a big bald guy in a, in a white shirt jumping over like 20 rows. The most awkward way to ever walk it up. It's yeah, just like- I know, right? And then um, and then he's like, oh, yeah, he's arguing with people. And people were saying that it was um, due to like racial abuse for, for yeah. that Fernandez guy. But I believe... There's two kind of theories going around that... Like, I, I believe it was his, about his brother. Yeah. Because... Yeah, and it could be still, it could be both, or it could be one or the other, but yeah. I think they've confirmed that his brother was there, and um, he was obviously, people were chatting, and things escalated. It's kind of crazy to see Eric Dyer do that. I love it. I yeah. mean, I'm, I, I love it. Like, Jose came out and said, we all want to do that, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. You know? Um, I wonder if he felt that when they went into the dressing room, or if he just like <laughs> snapped at them. But I'm 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 glad that Jose like has kind of backed his player publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 crazy. It's so you don't see that I no. never. He's gonna probably get sus- I don't know if he'll mm-hmm. get suspended, but he'll get fined quite heavily. And um, I don't know. I just need to know how There's it no went words. down because like. The, he goes like twenty rows up, so like unless someone told him like later on, like hey, your brother's in this section, he's getting a bit but of verbal abuse. Jose said, he's like, I question uh, the fans who sit in that section because hmm. if your fan, if you play for Tottenham and your family sitting in that section, that's the that's the expensive seats, yeah, right behind the dugout. So are these real fans or are these just like rich London boys who want to go to the fu- want to go to the new stadiums? Yeah, you know. So it's like this real the real fans will be in that one big um, bank, the one big bank, you know, and like scattered throughout the city. Not have you ever like been to a game and sat right behind the the dugouts no. in the in the in the fancy <laughs> seats? Oh, no, pockets. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, and the families are always separate. Yeah, Fan, like obviously uh, families can buy their own single tickets and go in the. In with the hooli- hooligans, yeah, but like, too. but he Jose even comes out and says, "I question their loyalties." So a lot of drama there for sure. I mean, Eric Dyer probably gets so much dog abuse. It was just about his brother being being there. Yeah, and then him probably seeing the altercation. I actually love Dyer. Like as much as I hate Spurs, like I just he's just such a classic English mug for me. <laughs> like, I just absolutely love him. So yeah, that was the the Spurs covered, and then obviously Liverpool continues to lose games now, which is and not a headline we thought we we're going to be having here. And Billy Gilmore, the Scottish Chavi, just running the show, <laughs> putting Fabinho on toast. Yikes! And then so yeah, they lost two 0 to Chelsea at the Bridge, and just another crazy kind of game for Liverpool. Like we, you know, we had this big prediction four weeks ago that Liverpool, you know, weren't going to drop any points here. I understand it's the FA Cup and it's Chelsea, but like. Still, we didn't. I didn't think any of this was going to be happening. But now, like you know, lost to Atletico. They lost to um, Watford on the weekend, which was oh, so great. And now you lose to Chelsea. It's like the ship's definitely rocking right now. Yeah, and it's funny that Jordan Henderson's not being like fit. Yeah. Um, it it showed you on against Watford like the he picks up defensively for like Trent and stuff sometimes. He'll drop in, mm-hmm. and it shoot, like completely showed that he was just getting run, uh, run inside out um, the entire game. Chelsea, you, and then you're surprised that I forgot they were even playing until I saw uh, it was already on, and I was like, you know, FA Cup, obviously Klopp is kind of crap with these cup competitions, which is kind of a I, – I don't like it. I think it's a bit of a disrespect. But, um, but losing – like that's one game you couldn't, you shouldn't have lost. No. Obviously, next week against Atlético is a game you shouldn't lose, or you can't lose. But that's your fourth loss in a row. It's like this is mad. Yeah, and you've got you had plenty of starters. You know, it wasn't like you had all chumps playing. Wasn't your U twenty three out there? You had Van Dyke, you had Robertson, Gomez, Adrian. Adrian had made a howler, but like Adrian's still like a Premier League goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, you had Mane on. You had um, Fabinho on. 
and and then I yeah I go back to like him for like people like Fabinho getting um, diced up by like an eighteen year old kid who you know it's like so they were just a better team and I and they completely deserved it but yeah there's what's happening with Liverpool I mean they're winning the league regardless but there's a bit of a a bit of a dip and I think everyone's loving it oh because they were they were getting com- Compared to the Invincibles, oh, the, to the '99, the United teams they took this week on social media. Talking about the treble, yeah, you know? yeah, because yeah, the all the Invincible fans came. I myself too came out of the woodwork on Saturday, you know, with all of our Invincible posts and whatnot. And then yeah, all the Man U fans were like, "You'll never have the trebles. Yeah. You're, you're a crap team." Like, it's definitely you know, obviously they're still gonna win the league handsomely and all this stuff. But like the way you're doing it now is so convincingly. It's like. People will just expect you to like just pick up a couple of other silverwares, yeah. pick up the FA Cup, right? Because now you're looking at they're out of the FA, they're out of the Carabao, they probably they could be out, of the, you know, Champions League next week. Main focus obviously is the league, but but it's been would done. one would one trophy? Yeah, exactly. It is done. So, so that's where I'm questioning this mentality. Is one trophy a failure? <laughs> it's obviously not a failure, but no. you know, and people's eyes are going to be like, eh, they're not as good as you know. Yeah, they're but not as good. I mean, yeah, you look at, like, the success City had last season with, you know, all the English domestic league stuff and obviously missing on the Champions League. But, if you know, obviously they, Liverpool won the, whatever, the World Cup nonsense thing. World and Club Cup. World, world what it, Club Cup. Irrelevant. So basically, Club World Cup. Yeah. Club World Cup. You know, and they're trying to c- count that as a trophy. I'm like, no. Like, I get it. Like, you got a nice badge. You get a badge. But look at this season is you probably should have the Prem, which, of course, last season – you take 100%. You know, the Champions League was, like, a huge bonus and great thing for them. Mm. This season, it felt like those two were almost mandatory, especially yeah. since, like, December and January now, where they've been so ahead, no problems. Like, I think this is actually a really big drop for Liverpool, personally. Yeah. I mean, they're just kind of out of form right now. They've, they're they able to – they have that luxury of being out of form because they have such a big lead and – um they're gonna win the league, mm-hmm. but right now they're they're not playing to the best of their ability, and it kind of it just all kind of came at once. So hopefully, I mean I don't I I, I couldn't care less. Yeah. But <laughs> actually I'm I'm full for on them to win the league. Yeah, now. after they lost, but I would once, like to I, I like, would like to see them. I actually enjoy see, watching them play. So I'd like 100%. to. I enjoyed watching Watford play on the weekend. You know, <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to enjoy watching Liverpool play again. Yeah. I remember a couple of seasons ago, they absolutely, like, annihilated Watford, like, time and time again. And, and Watford's in that dogfight for relegation, so, like, that's a huge I think for Mino Mane and Salah combined have the most goals against Watford than any other side. Wow. I, I would believe and then that. It, so that. So then you're, like, thinking they're going to get run over, but you don't know the, the strength of Nigel Pearson. <laughs> the, the legend. The legend. So yeah, a crazy, crazy week there with the FA Cup. Um, I'm not sure. I think they're into. I think this was the fifth round. So now they're into the fourth round coming up. Oh, sorry. Bit of, bit of sports chat there. Um, I think kind of we'll wrap it up then for for our FA yeah. Cup portion. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to go into now. Um, not toll news with the coronavirus because everyone's talking about it so much, but yeah. I think we have to start talking about it too a little bit here because Please. of how much it is affecting the sporting world. So the yeah. ramifications. So Atlanta and Valencia confirmed that their Champions League match next week is going to be played behind closed doors, which you know obviously Italy with their in Ad- Atlanta, yeah, which is in the north of Italy, which is where the outbreak's really we're, bad. We're like just sealed off that yeah. part of the country, so that's huge. Like I think it's going to be a real. And then obviously, Ever- uh, sorry, as well, this came out that Everton's chief financial officer believes that the Premier League matches will be played behind closed doors later this month. Yeah, wow. So now obviously you're just a financial guy. You try probably to find a quote somewhere you're racing around and it's like, oh, financial guy will talk to us. Great, we'll write him down. But, like, you know, everyone's saying it's not affecting us or whatnot. Like, it's definitely going to affect the sporting world massively here because once your country says, like, you can't have public gatherings more than 2,000 people, then well, all your leagues get just shut down everywhere then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Italy, for sure, um, big outbreak there. Yeah, the Euros kicks oh, off. This is what we can't figure 100 out. Hundred days, first game Rome. is in Rome. Yeah. I don't see how they can play it. Uh, it sucks, man. And it sucks. And this is literally the worst possible year because you're, if this was just like um, just Germany's hosting. 
right? Of all the years where every country's hosting yeah. them, because UEFA come out also and they're said, such <clears> idiots to do. They've this. said they won't do anything until each country tells them what to do, which is so c- classic them, right? We like, have zombies. Well, we're gonna <laughs> go ahead with it until <laughs> we have know? a lot of money invested yeah. in this. We can't afford to drop out. Like it is just so classic UEFA of just not wanting to take initiative on anything. Yeah, and yeah. And also the the Olymp- the Olympics and as well. Yeah, right? like like they're saying they could do it anytime they want. Like so they might put they might postpone it. But I don't think you can really postpone the Euros. Can you imagine like you hundred days away? Yeah, and you sunk like probably three two or three grand into your holiday there right now. Like you know, yeah. well I'm gonna start in Rome. I'm gonna go to like I do here. If you get the coronavirus, you have like a I need to travel. Yeah, I've you, know, seen you start too. scratching, yeah. and you're like, I better go. I gotta get, I gotta get out of here. I gotta book a ticket. <laughs> Bahamas, here yeah. I come. Um, yeah, I, and it's such a bad like con because it's it's Euro 2020 throughout Europe. Throughout Europe, it's like someone's gonna yeah. ha- have a bit of a cough and be like, oh, I gotta be in Belgium tomorrow. You know, like the movement of people will be insane. Yeah, I I don't see how it can happen given the rate it's going. I. Don't for sure it'll yeah knock on wood it does happen because those games without fans are gonna be drier than MLS preseason right like yeah. it'll be so boring to watch like I don't know what they're gonna do so yeah. knock on wood that you know stays going and we'll see what the Prem and Syria kind of because Syria's uh, closed doors until I think the end of April <laughs> yeah yeah until well until April sorry so I think it started to be able to probably reevaluate and see where they're at so. It's crazy, man. It hurts the game so much. And obviously, you know, people's safety is important, and you got to put that first. But, like, just as fans of, like, the culture and atmosphere and everything, like, it's it's going to be just so dumb watching them all run around on the field. Yeah. The, it's funny that, like, a disease is doing this because, like, I know the Italians constantly play, like, games um, behind closed doors because the, the fans, <laughs> like, issues and stuff. But it's yeah. like, now it's like, just for everyone's safety. Yeah, we've know? been so good, though, guys. Like, yeah. doesn't matter. We're yeah. playing behind closed doors, so... I feel like I feel like Tokyo will happen more. I think it's got a better chance of going through than the Euros. I think the Japanese just like are very like, um, they know they they know how to like figure stuff out. Yeah, they got like a hundred million people. Stuff. And you got the it's the largest like there's so many people that come for the Summer Olympics. It's twice as big as the winter with travel of people. It's and, true. They'll uh, they'll probably just like be like so unlocked like not locked down but like so unchecked that where it's like we're. We're checking everyone. Yeah, you know, scanning everyone as they come through. <laughs> Beep. Yeah, exactly. So, but um, the, yeah, that's, that would never happen with the Euros. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this bug just bug, bugs <laughs> off. Bugger off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess a little bit of a, a weekend preview. Then now is sure. is kind of an order. Um. Oh, so, oh, sorry. We wanted to touch on Victor Wanyama and Montreal yeah. Impact. That's my helicopter Thursday right there. That's <laughs> what turns me on right there. Henri just turns me on in, in general. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to see him succeed. I don't think he'll succeed as a manager. I don't. Whoa. It's not that I don't want him to succeed. I don't think he'll succeed as a manager because he was given so much time at Monaco. But that's, that's regardless. We're he's on to Montreal. Yeah, we're on to bigger and better things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wanyama going there. At 28, dude. 28. He was almost, he was going to go to, I think, Gank a, like a season ago. He's Belgian, right? Yeah. He yeah. was then going to go, Celtic were looking to bring him back. Um, and, and and then it was like, okay, do it. Obviously, he's on tremendous wages. And then that halted. He was at, in the Champions League final last year. And now he's playing for Montreal Impact. So they, obviously, that connection with um, Henri's connection there, a lot of, um, these African players like um, Montreal, French, you know, mm-hmm. it's the French speaking. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think now it's like I gotta go see Montreal because they're you gotta see when they come to town. Even if they're not, even if they don't have the tactical aware, if Henri doesn't have the tactical awareness, they have they have a they have such experienced players where it's like I think they still have. Can you actually search this up? Do you, sure. do they still have Sa- Sanya Bakri Sanya? Or is he retired? What position does he play? He was he played for, uh, for Arsenal. He was a uh, fullback. What was his name? Sorry, Bakary Sang Sangna. S A G N A. No, I'm not seeing him on their on their current roster. But other than that, right, they have 
Montreal had a really bad season last year, so it'll be good to see them just kind of get to a new start here. And, and there's so much buzz around Henri right now. Like, that's definitely really encouraging to see as well. He's got a first win as well for the impact on the weekend. A I come from behind. He did retire? He retired. But he did play their first season, and he was an Arsenal guy. And, like, obviously, uh, who else was there? Drogba? Yep. Um, Who's at Phoenix right now, which is... Is he still playing? He's still there, because I follow a Phoenix photographer down there, and I just keep seeing him. I'm like, oh, he's he's just living it up in Phoenix. Wow. And, yeah, and when Yam is huge, like, and then that's where you, like, look at, hey, <laughs> Whitecaps. Why weren't you in the hunt for this guy? We're a much we better season. Guys from the Israeli league, when we could go for a experienced midfielder in... He's exactly what you would need. Oh, him with Imbom there would be such a great he would just, pairing. He would just be like, no one's getting past me. I'm <laughs> I'm intercepting the ball. I'm passing it to this guy. He's good good on set pieces. Get get ahead in there. Like, he's very decent. Like, I will be looking at seeing when Impact are coming in because 28, like, he's – people might not even realize how big of a sign-in that is for the MLS. It's huge. Like, it's definitely gone under the radar for sure because, you know, it's to a Canadian market, so they're all like, oh, it's not L.A. or New York, so they don't pay any attention to it, right? I think it's a good. I think it's a very good move for Montreal. I'm definitely going to be checking out Montreal on, on the weekend now and seeing what they're – I think they're here in, in and they have June. A, but like, Sam, was it Samuel Petit as well? Or Pe- Petiet? The uh, yeah, they Canadian? Have. Yeah. You know, like, he's he, almost a similar role, I would say, like in the middle of the park. But, like, they have some – they have strength and depth. Oh, yeah. They have some options. They got a nice stadium. They got like a sixty thousand seater stadium there they too. Good, they probably have a good. Um, they probably just have like a good culture because obviously, being um, French, French, they they're probably pretty pretty up and pretty buzzing for uh, for football. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I would love to get out there one day to see a game. I'm in Toronto. I would love to go to a TFC game. I like to, yeah. I mean, their stadium is kind of like underwhelming. But just be outdoors and like you know with the yeah. lads. I mean, 20. I yeah. You can send me to any game with yeah. the lads, and I'll have a good time. But like, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I go go see Toronto in Montreal. There you go. Yeah, or see like Toronto in. But LA. even Montreal's stadium was kind of weird, isn't it? Like the old Expo stadium. Yeah, it's a big, big old circle. I, I remember it was full when they played TFC in that amazing conference finals. Yeah. yeah. But I've never really seen it full beyond that. Hey, well, you know what? The World Cup's coming here, but hey, Canada, build better stadiums. Build better stadiums. Yeah, and then Pacific's going to be hosting. Speaking of World Cup, Pacific FC is hosting a friendly here in the end of March. They turned down to two. But one's behind closed doors. What? Yeah, one of them is but not for the public. Shut up. Yeah, which, like, but I don't know how they're going to do that because, like, the road's right there. Man's going to just post up, <laughs> bring up the It's not. Because yeah, I thought, them, I no. saw the added, it was kind of like, you know, like, when, like, concerts come to town and they're like, second show added, you know? I thought it was, no, well, 6,000 people obviously are going to go see Canada play. We, we're going to do another one and we're going to sell it again for 6,000 and that's then 12,000. One's behind closed doors. One's behind closed this doors. This is new to me. That's silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they barely were able to sell the 6,000. Were they? Yeah. Like, then, now they just announced Well, here's it. the thing. Don't play Trinidad and Tobago. No. Play, have they played the U.S. there? But I guess, is this the, all to do with, like, the hex and stuff? Yeah. And this is just a pure friendly. Like, this is mean... But they do get points for that. Like, yeah. And FIFA points and stuff. Yeah. So, it's like, they're trying we, to beat... Lord um, knows we need those. Or they're trying to beat Honduras or some... Or El Salvador, I think it is. Yeah. But, but I just like that, like going to smaller areas around the country. Just I want to go. To, I want to go to that stadium. We should. We should. Um, we'll, we'll get some hookups with Pacific. We'll go there. Well, I, I would go if see that, me lighting off flares and stuff. Oh, it's it's a nice little stadium there. <laughs> yeah, um, I would definitely go. But you know, for those who aren't from here, our ferry costs are exuberant, and the bus is like not an option from the, the terminal to the stadium. It's like two hours, whereas it's a thirty hour, thirty minute drive. So. Yeah, it, unless you make an actual weekend out of going to Victoria, it's really not that just ideal. Just diehard fans and just travel, every just swim weekend. across, just die, just go every weekend. If they, how do you guys? Not Here's also the thing: is like there's a very like strict like drinking policy. Obviously, you get around it, but drinking policy on the ferries. Yeah, they've just like established like one drink, which is just which is like I'm not I, give me a water then, you know? <laughs> I don't want one drink. Just put in your boot of your car. Yeah. So, if you could like 
get like a bus or something like they have a, they probably have a sports bus to be fair they have um, to have something like now I think if if the white caps because as, as the current uh, Canadian uh, we're going on a bit of a tangent here as the Canadian championship stands if Pacific beats I think it's cavalry they'll play the white caps over two legs and if you have to think if the white caps go to the island that they would have to organize some sort of bus because like they will easily put I would, I'm 100% going to that yeah you'll easily get two or three hundred fans yeah easily going to, oh, to the sure. island. I think, you know what, I think um, they're very, like, similar teams in their leagues because, <laughs> oh, I don't know, geez. we were just talking yesterday about um, Ben Fisk. Yes. They're, like, number 10, who just is the first signing for Ottawa, Atletico. So, yeah, nice pickup. Which is them. a good move for them because he's a Canadian boy. Great move for him. Because, we, like, obviously, being at Pacific, not much was happening. Being at somewhere like Ottawa with the backing of Atletico Madrid and more eyes on you. You take that over, you day. know. And you're still a young boy. It's like, if you're if you're going to be looking for a move somewhere else, like higher, like higher up division. Great option. Then being in uh, probably now the most – it's probably going to be the clu- – the, most watched team in the CPL this coming season because you're going to see what are they going to do? What are they going to, um, with the backing of Atletico, how much of a backing are they going to have? Yeah. Are you going to be a bunch of like 15 year old Spanish kids just running around like it's the reserve team? But like, I'd be curious what their rules are on just like kind of the financial support and the player. You're right. Cause you could just like send all of your, you know, they're definitely going to be, they're definitely going to have the most money. 100%. Regard, like even, um, salaries and, and stuff and that's probably why he's went there yeah so it's going to be interesting also to see what's happening with pacific um the whole BC- cpl in general is just really exciting too because to we kick off in april i believe yeah it's exciting but it's also the huge question mark just in terms of like what the league is going to be like I got, like they've done this obviously for the world cup and stuff and there's a lot of good things coming out of it but there's a lot of teams that it's kind of like str- struggling, really. Yeah. You know, there's like the Calvary's and the um, that Hamilton team is pretty good. I forget the York name. Nine is it? York Nine's there, but Hamilton there's another team as well. Oh, Valor, no. Uh, no, the Forge. Forge, yeah, there we yes. go. Um, yeah, and there's a couple guys who ended up getting in the Canada team and make actually making big moves, but. Um, it's just gonna be interesting to see like the what's the word the variety of the teams like oh, how they're yeah. gonna vary yeah and are you gonna eventually do another league as well like a second league or whatnot because I feel like that's well, already, they've only got like eight teams right now yeah. don't they well that's I mean their goal I think they said it was to have two or three relegation leagues going and stuff like that so yeah that would definitely maybe the Red Devils can get in there jeez <laughs> well hopefully Langley or Surrey is getting a team and then we are getting season tickets. and then we're getting season tickets. we're getting the, like the 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 pitch side oh, couch. That'd be so great. And we'll just we'll just podcast live. <laughs> um, oh, oh yeah, throw one right in front of us. Okay, here you go. Thanks. Yeah. Anyways, back to the podcast. Yeah, that's oh, I definitely get tickets. That'd be so those. great. Like I don't know about you, but there's some days like even just last night thinking about going to a Canucks game, I'm just like I cannot be bothered to go all the way downtown right now. Yeah, and that's even the that's even the thing with um the with the football. It's yeah. like it's, it's a, a day event. It's like, a big day event. Which is usually the best best days, but sometimes you can't do that. And mm-hmm. if it's only, you know, 20 minutes down the road, then you're right in, in amongst them. <sighs> yeah, like oh, something nicely nestled there in Surrey or Langley. Is, yeah, <sighs> and maybe like cheaper beers, you know? Oh, please, please. Yeah, Pacific had expensive beers oh, too. Yeah, I was like, really? It's because you're going in the middle of nowhere. It's hard for them to import all mm-hmm. these beers to Langford. Like, like, get some really good little, like, beer company with you. There's so many craft breweries out here. Yeah. Like, just link up with one of them. Come on. <laughs> bring your own Pacific Ale out or something. Yeah, just bring your own keg. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fun little little tangent there. Yeah. Um, quickly, Manchester Derby's this weekend. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne might be out. Yeah. I've seen he's picked up a knock. Um, my fantasy team is shaking right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I saw that on Twitter they were saying that he might uh, – he might not be playing, which could be 
the difference because it's like if you've got like Bruno Fernandez on firing, you He's got been one so good. Right you got now. one playmaker in and not the other on the other team. It might be. Could Menu's be the rolling. Menu is rolling right now. So the good thing is they've done well. They have a bit of confidence, and then obviously form is going to go out the window for a derby. Mm-hmm. But because now because they've got confidence going into this, it could be the could be the thing. Hopefully, it'll be a pretty like lively. See, yeah, I hope to see Bruno kind of like take it by the scruff of the neck. You know how Pogba's kind of done it in the past, but Pogba's just a He's you know a fraud, the waste man. <laughs> um, yeah. You're making all these Puma ads still, but I, don't, I haven't seen him play all yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that will be an exciting game. And then I think, uh, Matt, and then they play Arsenal. Yeah, they they've had a quick turnaround. I saw Arsenal so put out a statement. Same game, same ge- game week. They both have a double game week. Yeah, Arsenal put out a statement that they're going to help out with fans with traveling costs and stuff because like it was this was postponed who last they, week. Who do they? Play? Arsenal's got West Ham on the weekend. West Ham, I love you guys, but Jama, Jesus, I don't know. It's just going to be another. We're not even going to touch on our our Europa League status. And well, yeah. the good thing is that we've um, it's ta- we've had a week to digest. The nitty gritty of it is that the better teams on the day one, hundred percent, um, you can't play that poorly and expect to to go through. Um, both teams, absolutely um, shocking result from both of them. Th- I'm I'm buzzing that this is taking a week for us to talk about because. I was in no sh- way, shape, or form. And I'm glad we didn't talk about it last week because yeah. it was just... Um, yeah. But I, yeah. I made a comment to you when Celtic lost, and it was like, I was the first time I've seen like some fire in the eyes oh, of I like, get effed, right? Yeah. And, then, and then I'm kind of like cheery and happy, and all of a sudden, I'm sitting in class after Arsenal's taking a 2-1 lead. I'm like, all right, she's all done. I yeah. just hear just abuse coming from the other side of the room. of like, Nolan, Nolan! And I was like, oh, this can't be good. Yeah. Yeah, so... Not a great week, but it's behind us. We're on a bigger and better things. Well, we're on to the league. I don't know what you guys are we're on. Top to, four. Well, this is, like, really quickly, Arsenal's crisis now of, like, the potential of having no European football, period, is a very, you know, obviously, you know, Europa League, you know, like, not as good as the Champions League, but money's still money, right? You don't yeah. want to turn down 40 million quid because, you know, you're you're turning that down for whatever reason. So, yeah, Arsenal's going to definitely suffer financially here if they don't get on their horse here because everyone else is challenging for those now fifth and sixth spot. Because nothing's happened with the Man City debacle yet, so what happened with this um, that Brazilian center back? Did he come in? That guy from Luis? Flamengo or something like that in January? Yeah, Pablo Mari. Oh yes, he started with the U twenty threes, and I think Hales, oh he debut against Portsmouth. Yeah, that? and so then he, he does FA Cup. Everyone's very happy about him. I'm pretty excited to see um, see what he's about. See if he's um, if he's gonna work out because you're obviously needed we need help you need a defender um quickly before obviously we wrap up um champ going back to Champions League are Bayern Munich fit dark horses now with their interim manager are are they like up there with um to win the whole thing yeah I think so I think you have to seriously be considering they're going to do it this year because no one's really like stood out but they right. coming going to Stanford Bridge and um, just having that um, obviously we touched Shelling on this, of a game. yeah we touched on that last week but like it took me until like last night to kind of be like maybe these guys are <laughs> they're pretty good <laughs> you know maybe these guys are actually like um, one of the main contenders for the Champions yeah. League I'd obviously like to see the Juve thing but um, and like I, but I don't see like Man City's still like. You know, my technically favorite because I'm like they might get banned next year. Oh, man, but I think Byron Byron's team's looking pretty healthy. They're looking and good, and, and but they've had they've never they, made. Well, well, they can get by the semifinals. I think like the last like I think five or six years they haven't been able to get past the semifinals since they went to since their they, final. Since they won it, since I they guess. won against Dortmund, yeah. Um, with Yup Pinkus. Yeah, so I I agree a hundred percent. Just watched them the other week, how good they look, and obviously it's against Chelsea. It was a bit of a a weaker side at the moment. You'll really get the cut of your jib when they play, you know, Atletico Madrid or, or you know, Barcelona or whatnot, right? Those are the big ones you always wait yeah. for. So I think Barcelona's I think they're toast. I think they're toast. Um also before we wrap up, I know I'm just we're just going on a tangent. It's a here. slow descent, folks. We're just circling over. Jude the Bellingham. Who? Jude exactly. Jude <laughs> Bellingham. Um sixteen year old 
kid plays for Birmingham. This is a wonder kid? Um, it looks like he's going to Dortmund for $35 million. Wow. He's only had, like, maybe he's only played, like, this season or and maybe, like, a handful of um, – but he's been very highly rated. And um, it looks like – man, you were looking at him, but now it looks like uh, Dortmund's um, going to get him. Obviously, that would be a great bit of business for them if they end up selling on Jaden this yeah. summer for 100, 150, whatever. Um, bring him in, 16. Um, they're going to obviously, that big yellow wall is going to be singing Hey Jude um, for years to come. But he, I can't say enough. I, I, I don't know enough about him, but I thought that was like. I was like, okay, maybe I need to. Sixteen-year-old is a crazy amount of money. As yeah, well. I did hear his name, but I've never, I've n- never seen him. And then when you throw out thirty-five for, yeah, a boy, then it's like, geez. So I'm not making that. No. So we're uh, ho- we'll hopefully uh, have more on. We'll Mr. do some deep research, Mr. Bellingham, Football Manager 2020. We'll yeah, get exactly. <laughs> from, we'll, He's get a a pre- kid. we'll get some projections. I've went to the Champions League with Scunthorpe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that. Bombshell! It's it's time to end. Yeah, it's uh, oh um. We we may may be off next week. Yes, we may not. We're trying to sort out a time. We're trying to sort it out a time. You know, busy schedules. Um, but um, if not, you'll be made aware. We'll make a Twitter page we'll, or something. We will tweet about this. Yeah. So once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening in and, and supporting us and just giving us feedback and whatnot. Like, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, yeah, stay classy. My name is Nolan Braun, as always, here with James O'Hara.